Welcome back to Geek Show Arcade. Yeah. We're here. Let's go. This, this is Geek Show Arcade where we talk about video games and video game related things. Let's kick it off by introducing our panelists. It's Jaren. For God. Oh, <laughs> oh no. I'm Jaren. Professional. Professional right here. Twitter, why do I let you on this show? <laughs> you did this on we him off the island right now. <laughs> you did this to me. You put the biggest piece of chocolate I think I've ever seen an adult put in their mouth right I before can, we started. I just want to tell you. I want to tell we you. We hadn't the started yet. I want to tell you the urgency Tony had to get started just now. He was giddy with trying to get through everything so he could catch Jaren with his mouthful of chocolate. <laughs> Seriously though, that was like six-year-old level chocolate shove right there. You're just like, oh, can Good. I get this all in my mouth? <laughs> <laughs> no regrets. No, not no You know, he stands by it. Not in one letter? No. That was awful. That was bad podcasting, guys. No. I did not enjoy it at all. I mean, it's maybe... Lando. He doesn't enjoy things. Hey, Lando. Uh, I love podcasting. I enjoy you guys. Except for Jaren. Hmm. Hmm. No, Boom, even sometimes him. I enjoy Jaren. Noted. Wow. When we talk about Crate and Barrel, right? Oh, yeah. Boom. That makes you happy. You should I see know. my new couch. It's it's not from Crate and Barrel, but it's oh, Crate I and Barrel adjacent. I would love to see it. You'd like it a lot. It's a good couch. Hmm. Hey, Owen. Hey, follow me on Twitter, at TechnoOwen. We can begin now. Feel better? <laughs> yep, I do. And we have a host. We have a host. We have a host. Are you waiting for me to do it? Because Lando picked it up. You're just supposed to look. His name's Tony. There we go. You got to say We have to say his name. name's Tony? We can just say yeah. we have a host? No, you got to say the name. So-and-so, and it's them. Uh, how um, name is Tony. Check me out on Twitter. The pause could be. At Quad T Tony. We got Lando over here ruining the podcast with his low I'm quality, sorry. <laughs> low quality everything. Doesn't even want to participate in the talk about GPUs, which oh baby, we get to talk about GPUs because CES 2024 is going on. But they're not as good. You they're, just said that in the in between. You said they're not as good. They're still great because they lowered the price. They're, they're in the news, and anytime yep. a GPU is in the news, Tony's excited. You know that is the truth right there. And so is Jaren. Right, Jaren? Uh-huh. That's right. Oh, your screen froze. It looked really weird. What? No, no, he <clears> was just back. it's back. He was yeah, he's he was just swallowing chocolate again. All right. No, see, no more of that. CES twenty twenty four is going on this week, so we are going to bypass uh emails this week and uh perhaps next, depending on how much news we need to get to, but uh there's quite a bit today. So let's get started. Lando will get GPUs out of the way first so yes, that you can go. stay awake. If we do it later, you might fall asleep. Uh, we had a GPU announcement from both NVIDIA and AMD, actually. AMD's was pretty boring, but NVIDIA's was interesting. Like a new like, GPU? Yeah, new GPUs. Not new generation. Isn't They're it, like mid-generation refreshes. Isn't it weird to get new this kind of information at CES from NVIDIA? Uh, no, refreshes are fairly normal. At mid, CES. Mid-gen mid stuff is fairly normal at CES, but they'll uh, do their own thing okay. when it's a new gen. Yeah. Fair enough. So Continue they on. NVIDIA announced the uh, super variants of the 40 series cards. So there's the 4080 Super, 4070 Ti Super, and 4070 Super. Um, Ooh, sounds super. The 4080 Super, it, it's not really much of a bump over the 4080, but the interesting part with that <coughs> is they're actually lowering the price. 200 bucks. 1200 down to 1000 which is probably what it should have been priced at as originally. Agreed. Yeah. So, so it's better for less money? Yeah, yes. exactly. It's better yeah. for less money. It feels like a makeup call in a, in a basketball game. When they miss a call on one side of the court, and so they do a bad call on the other side to make up for it, you know. I should have that in an NFL game the other day. So yeah, I can't watch NFL anymore. But so either the, way, I'm happy to hear it because yeah, it, yeah. Puts, it puts competition out there. Because actually, the 4090 wasn't priced poorly compared to the previous generation. No, um, the 4080 was. So mm -hmm. this brings it back down to I wouldn't say normal levels, but better levels. More normal. Yeah, um, the 4070 Super will cost $600, whereas the 4070 Ti Super, actually, it doesn't list on the price here. Um, I, don't, I don't think their prices changed, did they? I, I, yeah, I don't think because so. Because you had a, a regular 4070 and you had a regular 4070 Ti, and I think their prices stayed the same, but now they have Super at the end, and mm. 
the 4070 Super is actually a pretty good spec bump over the regular 4070. Hmm. Did so, you not look at that? What is what is Super at? Is it just a better binning? Is that the same thing? Um, same? For the 4080, yes, it's a better binning, but for the 4070 and the 4070 Ti, there it's No, I think it's right? just better binning. Because same, they're same able RAM, to unlock same RAM and RAM and they're and able of course they're able to unlock better more cores right. on it. Um, where's the article? That, oh, there it is. Yeah, it's not the best article, honestly. Oh, uh, you went with Nvidia's or uh, a, uh, sorry, Ngadget's article. Yeah. So yeah, but, but yeah, the forty seventy is twenty percent more performant then the 40, the 4070 Super is 20% more performant than the 4070. For less money? For the same amount of money. Same amount of money. The okay. 4080 is like... Uh, it's like 5%. Seven to, yeah, 5 to 7% more yeah. performant, but it is $200 cheaper. That's a significant price drop. So, and the 4070 so this applies TI, to people that held on. This, this, this applies to people that waited. Yeah, is basically. This, yeah. The other nice thing about the 4070 Ti, aside from it being a little more performant, um, is they bumped it from 12 gigs to 16 gigs of VRAM. So that's yeah. a that's a big plus as well. That's more EVAM. Is. 12 gigs isn't that great nowadays. 16 gigs, that'll be good for a while. Yes. Yeah, well, even 12 gigs is actually on uh, 1440p and below. 12 gigs is, is plenty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. You want to move um, up to 4K, then 16 is more of the sweet spot for sure. So exciting stuff. Good to see NVIDIA kind of coming back down from their ridiculous pricing a little bit, which is we it's good to see. We have all these extra cards. We've got to get rid of them. <laughs> you know, the, like with the word super on them. That got, that got the most attention, but I think another announcement from NVIDIA is the most interesting thing that came out of CES. Um, it's called G-Sync Pulsar. So far. So far. Pulsar so yeah. far. I think you're right, kind of right. Don't tell him he's right. The problem the problem with your statement is this is this applies to pretty niche like Pulsar Pulsar is is only gonna be understood by a very small percentage of PC gamers. Right, right. You know what but, I mean? But like, for, for the initiated, this is the most exciting news. It is awesome, yeah. Yeah. Expl explain um, it to the uninitiated. So all right. So CRT monitors, you know, the big old tube ones, um, they were actually pretty good display tech. The only problem was they were they big were and heavy. Just right? too big, yeah. When L C D came out in mid two thousands or early two thousands, we really took a huge step back in monitor technology. Um there was uh the, the motion clarity wasn't nearly as good, the colors weren't as good, uh the refresh rate wasn't as good. Um and it's taken us a good twenty years to claw back the gains that we used to have with CRTs back in the day. Yep. Um so with LCDs still aren't great. There's a lot of technologies technologies they try to do to make LCDs good. Higher, um, making the refresh rates higher, that's one thing. Making the colors better over time, that's another. Putting in full array local dimming, that makes the black levels better. Um, the big jump in display technology really has been OLED because it, it's individually um, addressable pixels that can go completely black. Um, Their response time is way, way faster than LCD. Indeed, uh, LCD um, turning on and off. Still, still not quite as good as CRTs because CRTs were instant response time. Yeah. But OLEDs, it's pretty dang as close as you can get. Um, so with uh, G Sync, this the technology came out. I don't know about a decade ago. Yeah, it's around there. Variable refresh rate. Um, your video card it will put out frames um, as quickly as it can. But your TV, the TV technology in the past, it only displayed 60 frames per second, no matter what. But your GPU isn't necessarily putting out frames 60 times per second. It could be a little bit lower than that. It could be higher than that. And when those things get out of sync, there's tearing or there is stuttering on your display. What G-Sync does is it matches the um, rate at which it puts out the frames to the panel. So it, the, the GPU is now talking to the panel, and it's putting out frames as fast as the panel can actually display them. So it makes it eliminates, it eliminates tearing, 
it makes things smoother and um, it also can increase uh, response time. Mm-hmm. Um, so that, that solves part of the problem. The, another part of the problem that we've never gotten back from CRTs is motion clarity. Um, and this is something that you can see on Blurbusters. If you go to blurbusters.com, there's like this little alien that goes across the screen. Motion clarity um, in LCD tech and even OLED tech, it'll make this, it'll make it so things blur when they shouldn't be blurring. After image or even before, it'll overshoot sometimes and it'll be, it'll see the front edge of something before it's supposed to be there. Right. So like if a golf ball is going across the screen, it'll make the golf ball look really blurry when on CRTs it would have looked sharp, even though it was moving quickly. Um, so what G-Sync Pulsar is, it's the variable refresh rate, which I which has existed for over a decade now, um, along with improving motion clarity. What it will do is insert a black frame between every single frame that gets delivered to the monitor. And this is called black frame insertion. Now, black black frame insertion has existed, but not with variable refresh rate at the same time. Yep. Um, So what this will do is it will solve the motion clarity problem as well as the VRR problem at the same time this has never been done before. So basically, monitor technology is finally catching up to CRTs clear back in the day. And it's super cool. I'm excited to try it. It's not out on any monitors yet, but it should be pretty soon. And... uh, it will support mo- up to 240 hertz. Hmm. Is this an, an, and we'll, this an we'll NVIDIA tech? This, this is NVIDIA tech only, right? So this yeah, is NVIDIA like tech a big only. So you, you have to get a G-Sync. You have to get a G-Sync Pulsar monitor to support this. Yep. Oh, okay. And so this is for me a big enough leap that my next monitor, I finally have a reason to upgrade. It will be a G-Sync Pulsar monitor. Yeah. Hmm. But you don't have to have an NVIDIA card to make Absolutely. this happen. Absolutely, you do. Absolutely. Okay. You do. It is, it is yeah. one of their kind of. Uh, you know, closed garden situations where you have to have an NVIDIA card and you have to have an NVIDIA certified monitor for well, that's it. A and huge, everything. That's a huge deal then for NVIDIA then. I don't, because if AMD, because AMD can go with FreeSync, right? Yeah, FreeSync, FreeSync? FreeSync works, uh, I would say, almost just as good as G-Sync does as far as your variable refresh rate and your frame pacing and stuff like that goes. Hmm. But this is this is the next step. Yeah. And maybe I, a few I, years from now, we might see that become... Have an answer in FreeSync world. Yeah, I might have some sort of uh, answer to it from AMD. But yeah, because, I mean, their, their DLSS is almost exactly the same now, so... No. <laughs> <laughs> and their ray tracing is just as good, so... Well, the ray tracing is fine. It just runs slower. But their FSR is definitely not, not as good as DLSS. Yeah. So I think this G-Sync Pulsar will be big for eSports as well as oh, yeah. um, graphics nerds like me and Tony. Yeah, exactly. So the thing that's going to be awesome about this is it'll make it so that anything you see on your screen, if it's blurry, it's because it was intended to look that way. Right. With either the artist's intent, the the developer's intent, or a motion blur setting on the game itself, so it, anything that's blurry will be because it's supposed to be, not because it's just got added, you know, low quality screen kind of a thing. So yeah, it'll make everything sharp in motion. It'll be great. Hope Very. this wasn't too boring for you, Lando. What? What are we talking about? <laughs> yeah. Okay. That answers the question. Quit playing on your phone. Quit playing on your phone, Jaren. I mean, Lando. <laughs> and uh, pay attention, you jerk. All right. The, the, uh, the G-Sync screen is better. If you have NVIDIA uh, cards, Pulsar. it's better. Pulsar. Jaren's going to buy it, so if I were going to buy it, that's the one I'd buy. Yep. That's how I'd base all of my tech decisions. Well, when it comes to GPUs and screens, yeah. Would Tony, would Tony buy this? Has I Tony mean, bought this? That's a good. That's a good thing to ask yourself. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah I, I What would that. Tony buy? And then I go WWTB. And then I ask, would Jaron buy this? Because WWJB. T. T. All right. Well, speaking of phones and gaming on phones, Asus rolled out the new ROG Phone Eight, which at first glance, who cares? You know, unless you're into the game, the mobile gaming scene. Uh, this doesn't matter. Um, and well, I mean, to be fair, it also still doesn't matter. It also still doesn't matter if you're not in a mobile gaming scene. But what it is cool <laughs> and what it does differently this time is they're finally attempting to put in a good quality camera 
on this gaming phone because that used to be how it was. If you wanted, if you wanted a quote gaming phone, you had you had to choose between do I want a gaming phone with the higher refresh rate screen and and higher uh, touch sensitivity uh, refresh rate, et cetera, et cetera, and a garbage camera, or do I want a smartphone with a good camera that doesn't have all the cool right. gaming phone stuff? But where this, am I pe- where am I putting my power? Exactly, but this looks like it might actually have a shot at uh, covering both fronts here. It's gonna, it's gonna be. I'm sure it'll be a good gaming phone just because of the pedigree of the ROG Asus, Asus ROG phones in the past have been very good for that. But finally, they're throwing a 50 megapixel f 1.9 main camera sensor Ooh. with a more efficient Sony IMX 890 sensor, the same one that's on OnePlus 11's main camera, Ooh. a 3x periscope camera that uh, is similar to the one on Oppo Find X Pro. Is that and, the little uh, one that Realme... pops out, like on the old uh, No, no, no. It, it has inside, inside, it has oh. some stuff that moves up and down to, to do the, the zooming for you. Okay. And uh, it will also have six-axis hybrid gimbal stabilization that should offer a super hyper-steady, they're calling it super hyper-steady video mode. Ooh. Uh, how does this help with, how does this help with gaming, though? No, it doesn't. So it right. still does all the gaming stuff, but you'll also be able to finally take good pictures if you chose a gaming <laughs> phone instead of just the trash pictures. So it's got it's got all that going on its main camera, and then it's also got a 13 megapixel megapixel ultra wide pickle megapixel ultra wide f f stop uh, f dash 2.2 ultra wide, and it's got a third camera that's a uh, 32 megapixel 3x telephoto shooter. So and that one has optical image stabilization as well and pixel binning. So it'll it'll bin it down to an eight megapixel uh, output. So yeah, it, it it looks like it might be pretty cool. And um, cost wise, the the phone will start at oh I guess we should talk about the the gaming specs on it too. It's got RGB. You got to have the RGB. Hmm. Um, let's see. It's got some white LEDs on the back that. That give it some cool ram and uh, ram and storage options you know, are stuff like that yeah ram and storage you, you're getting your qualcomm snapdragon 8 gen 3 the the latest qualcomm chip and uh some advanced cooling which the gaming phones always do they have some higher quality cooling um they say that this bo- this cooling boost will have, uh will boost thermal efficiency by up to 20 percent and we'll see Mm -hmm. but uh you're looking at a a sweet samsung amoled display 240 2448 by 1080 resolution 165 hertz and a 720 hertz touch sampling rate with a 2500 nit peak brightness so very bright uh 5,500 milliamp hour battery, which is a little bit smaller than last year's. So that's kind of a bummer. Last year's was 6,000, but it still supports 65 watt hypercharge, which will juice it up in 39 minutes. Mm, I love that so much. That is crazy. I just cannot believe that's good for the battery, but apparently it's fine. And let's see, base model, 16 gigabytes of RAM, 256 gigabytes of storage for a grand. Hmm. So A grand? It's, like, it's, it's actually, actually competitively pra- yeah. priced, yeah. 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 Right. If you want to bump that up to 16 RAM, 512 of storage, it's 1200 bucks. And the Super Duper Premium Pro Edition, 24 gigs of RAM and... One terabyte of storage for think of 15, all the gaming you could do fifteen hundred bucks for that, which still, when you compare it to like a fully loaded or even not even the fully loaded, but like a medium loaded Apple iPhone fifteen Pro Max, mm-hmm. you're in the you're same ballpark, under, right? Yeah, you're still and you're getting under. more RAM and more storage, so something to consider. But yeah, it looks kind of cool. I thought if I was gonna go back to Android, I'd consider that phone for sure. Uh, mobile gaming continues with the MSI Claw. You excited about this, Jaren? Uh, it's interesting, but I'm not very excited about it because it has an Intel chip, and I don't trust that Intel can put out the performance needed in a small handheld device. Yeah, so 
it's, in my opinion, the, the the fact that it has an Intel chip is its its most interesting and most scary aspect yeah. of it. Definitely. Kind of the devil, kind of the devil you know, right? Because it's Intel. Exactly. And you're like, well, I know how to tweak this. I know no, how to no, troubleshoot. It, and... The devil you know would be AMD because they've been uh, companies right. have been doing AMD APUs in, in handheld PCs for years now, and they've been great. Uh, but this guy is the new uses the new Intel Core Ultra Seven or Ultra Five processor, and we'll, we'll just talk about the loaded one, the Ultra Seven. Six performance cores, eight efficiency cores, so you're getting quite a bit of CPU uh, on there, as well as two low power E cores. So you're looking at a total of uh, sixteen cores on nice. there. You don't need that many cores for gaming. In my opinion, that's just sucking excess battery. Well, yeah. Just, these are just Intel NUCs that are getting that have been repurposed. Kind of, actually. They, they just they're like, let's put a screen on that. So MSI, if you go look at the thing, MSI has designed it very, very, very similar to the ROG Ally. It looks a lot like the ROG Ally, just with bigger hand grips, which I think is a wise choice. The ROG Ally just is too small for me. I had to buy a I had to buy a grip case for it. 53 watt hour battery, which is uh, 25% larger than the ROG Ally, so that's neat. Um, Boy, but that's the neat. the Intel chip uses more energy, uses more juice. So we'll see if it actually balances out. They say it'll balance out to longer playtime. We'll see though. But uh, it is finally another system, another handheld system that has a 120 hertz screen with variable refresh rate. Mm. Yeah, that, that part is cool. And there's been some preliminary benchmarks on it. Um, the Intel chip at 30 watts is seems to be equal with the AMD chip at 25 watts. Yeah, and this will supposedly go all the way up to 45 watts. Which for... would completely drain your battery. Yeah. So that's, that's, the, that's the trade-off. You know, you get more power, but you also use more power. So... Looks pretty interesting. We'll keep an eye on it. I'm definitely not planning on buying one. Um, I don't think Jaren is, but we're going to keep an eye on the reviews. Satisfied yeah. with your ROG allies? Yeah, with yeah, the yeah. ally and the, and and the, the Steam, Steam Deck. deck. So, I also worry about the Intel drivers. Um, that's a big unknown because yeah. Intel is new to this. So this architecture that the, that the iGPU uses on these is the same architecture that's on their dedicated graphics cards that they've been selling for the last 18 months or two years and driver support on those is those drivers are coming in fast and fast and hot and it is never a guarantee that it doesn't break something or make something worse or just not support a game as well as other graphics cards because of the drivers. So there's 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 teething issues, is what well, I'm saying. Linus would just would just say it's like a fine wine. It gets better as it ages, right? <laughs> Isn't that what you want? Yeah, you want tech that tech that's better three years after you bought it, not when you bought it. So yeah, did they, yeah. Did they say a price? Did you guys already say that? Yeah, the price is going to be uh, I want to say seven ninety nine for the fully loaded one. And uh, they have a couple options underneath that that get cheaper. So it's priced a little bit higher than the uh, Ally, or is the Ally seven ninety nine for the Z one Extreme? Six ninety nine. Six ninety nine. Yeah. So, hmm. so there you go. It, it might be interesting. We'll keep an eye on it. Um, moving along with good old PC related gaming news, there's some cool monitors coming out this year. There's been a lot of monitors uh, that debuted at CES, and they're all OLED. Well, not all of them. The good ones are OLED. Yep. Um, and some interesting ones. Uh, th there's been a lot. I'll, I'll just highlight LG. Um, but they deb LG debuted a 480 hertz HD gaming monitor. The trick, though, is it can also switch to a 4K 240 hertz with a click. That's so it's crazy. a 4K monitor, 240 hertz. But you can change it to 1080p, 480 hertz. It sounds like they're just using the pixel binning tech, except on the screen instead of on the yeah, camera sensor. Yeah, super cool. Um, the only downside with all the OLED monitors coming out is there doesn't seem to be any announced at 42 inches. I know, and that's what I, I want, a 42 yeah. or a 48. Come on. Yeah, I, I would love a 42. I think I'd be okay with a 32, which is what this monitor is. But 42 I'd, would, would be my preference. I'd I'd totally go with the forty two. 
Yeah, if it, but not not now. Not since uh, since G Sync Pulsar is a thing. I'm waiting for yeah. that now. Right. I'll probably wait till next year when G Sync Pulsar is more widely available and hopefully a bit cheaper. Yeah, the you'll, there'll be a premium on those for sure. Yeah. But OLED monitors are finally becoming mainstream. Mm-hmm. There was only like one or two that came out in the last year. Well, maybe like, three or four. But and I, I feel now, like now that's they're everywhere. really yeah, and I feel like that's really consumer driven, right? Like they're oh, just yeah, like that's sure. what people are buying. Yeah, they're and seeing so, that. You know, absolutely. I mean, the the LEDs ones still have their place, right? Like in e game, like esports and stuff like that. Uh, well, for not, office office use, so I think LCDs yeah. are fine. Mm-hmm. Now that now that there's OLEDs, it'll do 480 hertz. True. There's that yeah. that used to be the land the land of LCD. Like 360 hertz and higher was only only on the LCD uh, ones. But now, if you can get 480, you know, just yeah. like you can on the LCD, then there's not really any good reason to not go OLED. Right. If you have the cash, go OLED for sure. Yep, one hundred percent. All right, let's talk laptops for a little bit. There was uh, an OLED laptop shown off by HP that looked uh, pretty rad. Oh, this is me, isn't it? Yeah, um, it's still you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we wait. said laptops. I just assumed it was you for some reason, or that we're on a different podcast. That's why oh, I thought for a second. Oh, I That's see. It. That's it. These so, are gaming laptops. This is a gaming, <laughs> laptop. gaming laptops. Gaming HP Omen laptop. It's the Transcend fourteen. Um, so all the console. All the gaming laptops from from last year with the 40 series graphics cards from NVIDIA, they were all LCD, which was a disappointment. It's like, I don't want my next laptop to be LCD. I want OLED. I think there was only two or three OLED options, and they were always on the ultra-thin laptops that didn't have the big GPUs and things like that. And they were like always 4K, and I I don't want a 4K screen on my my laptop for for gaming. 1440p, 1600p, those are the sweet spots. Right. Um, however, the uh, OLED monitors, I, I think there's a trend here, OLED monitors at CES, right. um, they're starting to become a thing on laptops. The HP Omen Transcend 14, it is a very nice looking laptop. Um, I, I would call this Apple fanboy approved as, as far as the looks go. Um, mm. Lando, that's, that's for you. Yeah. Thank you. Um, it doesn't come with the heaviest hitter on the GPU side, so you're only going to get the 4070 on the top end. Um, supports the 14th gen Intel Core Ultra 7 or Ultra 9. What you're telling me is they're doing it again. That's what you're telling me. Yeah. Um, so if, if you're fine with the 4070, this seems like a very nice-looking laptop. It's, it's thin. It does look nice. Shockingly thin for what it has inside. Um very nice looking laptop and asus is also following up with that with their uh it's been very well uh received zephyrus line um they're updating they're ruining it <laughs> they're, they're adding oled yeah but they're taking away on the g14 they're taking away uh user upgradable ram yeah. ram is soldered to the motherboard now Ugh, we should also appease the apple fanboys You're right yeah, it's the same we like thing soldered ram and the other thing that it's doing as well is they're taking away one of the M.2 slots. There used to be two on there, so you could have two SSDs. Now there's only one populated Lame. from the factory. Right. I, I think that is worse than the solder DRAM because solder DRAM you can at yeah. least plan for it. I'd agree. Yeah, I'd agree. But like, you can't buy this with a 4 terabyte NVMe. Like you could easily upgrade for semi-cheap nowadays, right? Actually, no, I disagree because you could still upgrade the SSD. Uh, you, just just, you just pull it out and put the new one in, you know. I, I guess just the one, but I, I, I want I've more changed storage. My, I flip flopped more. <laughs> yeah, you did. Flop flip. Um, <laughs> the Zephyrus line looks very, very nice too. Just like the HP Omen. I think the HP Omen is it ha, is one upped the Zephyrus in the looks department. You think but so? I, I think so. Hmm. Um, but the Zephyrus also has OLED panels, three K hundred twenty hertz screen on the G14 or a 2.5K 240Hz screen on the larger, on the G16, which is weird to me. Yep. Higher resolution on the smaller screen, lower yep. resolution on, on the larger screen. I, I would definitely choose the lower resolution, 240Hz. Yep. Um, overall, nice laptop. Again, has the same 40 series GPUs as the previous year because there really isn't a new option this year. Nope. The, uh, the G16 offers up to... Um, a 4090, 
but it will be a low wattage 4090 because they're, they're very thin. So, but still, you know, I mean, I think the 4080 is the sweet spot for the high end graphics in laptops. Yeah, for this year and last. So, uh, but yeah, no, I, they they do like just looking at them. You're like, dang, that's a nice looking laptop. But yeah. then when you compare it to last year and you see what they took away, I'm just like. Pfft. I wonder what the That's draw is for that. Is it easier manufacturing? Cheaper. Cheaper manufacturing. They... Cheaper, easier, yeah. and you guarantee, well, you don't guarantee, but you're more likely to get them to buy a new one. Yeah, right. Because like they can't upgrade. It sets you know? that refresh cycle, right? Like that's yep. been, like PC came out and said at the beginning, they were like, everything's modular. Yeah. You can upgrade. And they were like, man, we're good. Apple came along and said, nope. You can't do that, and you're going to buy a new one. And then now Apple has these super cycles of people like having to stay in the ecosphere by yep. buying a new one every three or four years. And and Intel or PC, which has they're always like, been, we a, want some of that. Like, hey, people, were, <laughs> people thought that's a feature. Like, wait a second, we yeah. we did the modular thing, thinking that was a feature. Yep. The so. thing is, though, with, with RAM, you don't really upgrade RAM nowadays. You you, stick you upgrade with, it once. You upgrade and, it once, and, and that's it. You're, you're not going to upgrade your laptop again. No. So I, I do not like soldered RAM, but at least you can... You'll you can have to pay more, but... Right. I was going to say that... You, right. the, you can get that 32 or 64. Yeah. But you're going to pay for it yeah. up front yeah. extra. So, Which is annoying. Agreed. All right, um, let's see. Owen, we got to talk about this Xbox toaster. <laughs> yeah, so this story is a couple weeks old, but the they um, Microsoft, you know, they are they. This do is their... from this week. This isn't a couple weeks old. Well, then somebody put it this might, in it my might name. Be la- it might be last week. Actually, oh, it is. Maybe it is. Yeah. Um, I put it there. You didn't even know this wasn't your story. No. <laughs> this, is, this is a this is totally, story for this sure. This is totally on brand for me. I did the refrigerator. <laughs> yeah, I mean, this. I thought so, this, this is an Owen story. Yeah, it's totally on brand. So it looks like Jaren wants me to talk about it, so I'm going to do that. Um, but you can <laughs> no, get... Just, it's oh, interesting. Like, I thought you'd you, like you it. Know, was, you know the refrigerator that, that they... I, I Thank you. I really do. Um, well, this <laughs> is a toaster you can buy at Walmart for 40 bucks, And it looks like the Xbox Series S. And Looks like, does not play like. No. I mean, probably just as hot. Because you can't insert anything into the Xbox Series S, but you can right. insert stuff can into get, this. The cool thing I about like this is that the no heating, disc drive. the heating filaments for the inside burn the Xbox X into the bread. Into your toast. Oh, yeah. amazing. Mm-hmm. Into your toast. Did you know, have you guys... I'm not going to be able to get it in time to make it good to make a good podcasting. I'll have to put it on there later. But the guy that created the Xbox, one of the main lead architects, I'm going to butcher this because I'm paraphrasing. He was also somebody that won a very big award for um, his um, sourdough bread. Oh, and he was also hmm. after that, and he so he has a love affair with sourdough breadies. He, and if you look at the Xbox logo. It looks just like a piece of sour. A, a oh, roll Seamus of Blackley. Sour, yeah, Seamus, Seamus, Seamus Blackley. Seamus. Yeah, if you just type uh, Xbox like Creator, if you type yeah. Xbox Creator, the first thing is sourdough. Yeah, <laughs> Xbox and, Creator. And now, now, now look at the Xbox logo. Yeah, it's it looks the same just thing. like it looks it's... like a the guy made sourdough an iconic feature for Xbox. That's I'm very awesome. I'm very confused cuz this this picture is extremely photoshopped. Um I mean look at that giant piece of toast. It, <laughs> yeah. But yeah, when you toast. What, oh, when you don't no. None of that. <laughs> well, I don't know yeah, what he's toast! doing. Toast. What is am, he doing? Am I the only one that got that? Have you not that? seen this? this oh boy, are you in for a treat. I don't know if it's anyway, a treat or what, but when you click in to Walmart, which it's they're selling it at Walmart, forty bucks, not a bad price. Um, there's another picture that has two pieces of toast in the toaster instead of the giant ones. I don't oh, so know a different, what's going on. So a different on here. photoshopped, a different photoshopped. I might have to get this. I think you should. Hey, it's I mean, got a removable crumb tray, and it's and it's fifty bucks, which is perfect for the fifty fifty. Lando, maybe you should get it. You can finally get an Xbox. Oh, hey, this is true. Sick burn. 
We just to- got a new toaster. toaster. We just we just I got a new toaster, so this. I don't know. I don't know. Tony, you, you need to play this. No, I'm not gonna do it. We won't. Thrifty fifty. It will get flagged. Oh, it will get flagged. You're right, but it's so good. But yeah, you look up yeah toast singer man person. Haywood Banks. Haywood Banks. My wife was watching one of his videos just the other day of yeah toast. Oh, let's see. Speaking of toast, just kidding. There's nothing else toast related. Um, yeah, that's unfortunate. I think the creators of the Suicide Squad game may be spelling toast because <laughs> they're <laughs> having strokes because the game doesn't look very good. Or they might be toast. Their jobs. Oh, that, that was a, that was a better one. Yeah. Yeah. Both. I'll, you know what? I'll allow both of those. They're great. <laughs> okay, let's talk about let's talk about game devs real quick. Um, the uh, we'll, we'll lead with the the Suicide Squad news so far. Rocksteady, it's not looking good. <laughs> yeah, the previews are going out to the different game journalists here. Uh, you watched the Eurogamer one, right? Um, I, I watched did. the IGN one. Um, they didn't have much, many nice things to say about it, which yeah is very depressing because this is Rocksteady. They made all the Arkham games, which were extremely well done. Well, if you wa- in the Eurogame video, they talk about how. Um, Partway through the development of this one, the create the original founders of Rocksteady left the company. Wow! Did you know that? I did not know that. <laughs> I didn't know that until I saw that video as well. So if that I know, Wait, I don't they, want they to left say the company before or after. Halfway through the development of Suicide Squad. Oh, halfway. Oh, yeah. So okay. I don't want to say that that really bodes not does not bode well, but that doesn't bode well. Right. Mm. It, it feels like WB is making Rocksteady make this game. I think so. Yeah. It, it's a it's a live service game similar to Marvel's Avengers, which did Destiny. not do well. Destiny, which is not doing well currently, but did well in the past. Yeah. Anthem, which did oh, horribly. Tankaroo. Um. So IGN saying the story um, is is good enough, but the the gameplay is just the standard. Um, hold this spot and kill waves of enemies type of mm, combat defense um <laughs> and rock city they were known for their cool hand-to-hand combat and all the different stuff you did as batman detectiving but, and all that jazz yeah but with this you basically just have guns um and the ui <laughs> i saw this on twitter but super cluttered super cluttered there's like one two three four five six seven eight nine different things happening on the screen on the ui just on the ui level oh my yeah gosh. so uh, <laughs> when you shoot people you just see numbers going up there around their body it's well, the, it, their bullet sponges the weirdest thing about this <laughs> is the fact that it's a preview and it's having this negative of a buzz around it when in gaming journalism it's hard to find a preview of a game that is negative. Almost every game preview is usually positive if you go read them because people are excited to try out new stuff, you know? And not this time. This is one of the few times I've seen a preview of a game come off this negative. And that's a huge bummer because when this was first announced, I was super excited for it. Even yeah, games that end up is... sucking usually look good in the previews. You know what I mean? Like Anthem, for example. The previews for Anthem were astronomically good-looking, good positive, and that launched in, as a dumpster yeah, this, fire. Yeah, this thing looks like an arcade game. Yeah. Like, lots of numbers and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> this is depressing. I might buy it anyway to review. <laughs> good luck. Good luck. Yeah, we'll see. Because I just if it's got a if it's got a DC story, I got to be there for that. You know, yeah, I got to represent. Would, I wish they would. Sh- I wish they would just get with the program and Disneyfy or something. I don't want Disney. That's not true. Nah. I don't. I don't want Disney. But I want that same level of production. Well, that's what's supposed to happen as uh, as James Gunn's stuff yeah. starts coming out. So hopefully, I hope so man, because DC needs a break, man. Mm-hmm. It's not going to get it from this game. It looks like, unfortunately, mm-hmm. no. Nope. But we'll see. Uh, let's see. Also, um, speaking of arcade games, there's a lot of good Sega arcade games back in the day, 
and uh, apparently Hyperkin has decided to resurrect the Sega Nomad, which was oh. super niche even what? when it came out. Hey, and hey, I, I, I bought that. I didn't say it was bad. I said it was niche. I never I, knew it existed until I, I saw even, yours. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't oh, really? Just I had no idea. <laughs> yes, I, I had the Sega Nomad. It was a chunky mother. Um, <laughs> it was like two inches thick. And I, I can't, the battery life was, I don't know, probably like two minutes. But <laughs> I mean, for the level. time, it was mind blowing because you could it play was. Sega Genesis on the go. On the go. Yeah. It was super cool. So that's basically what Hyperkin has done here. Um, it's a lot smaller than the Nomad. The game sticks out, sticks out the top. It only slots in halfway, it looks like. Um, but they've done this up in the past, apparently. I didn't know about this, but they have something called a Supa Boy. Really? And yeah, the Super Boy is a portable SNES. Wow, I had no idea. Whoa, that screen looks tiny on the Super Boy. It does look way small. It looks like they would went a lot bigger on the um what are they calling this? The uh Do they have a name for this on here? I don't know. I don't see a name. Yeah, this is weird. Oh wait, the Mega 95. Mega there we Mega. go. Yeah, the screen looks decent size on the Mega 95. Yeah. But it's got your classic uh, six-button layout on the left, on the right side, and your Sega Genesis D-pad on the right side. Did I say that backwards? Six-button layout on the right side, D-pad on the left side, and uh, yeah, you just slap in your Sega Genesis cartridge on there and play. It's got a dock too that you can get, so you can hook it up to your TV and play it on your TV. How accurate? Is it? Is it using FPGA or is it just... No, this is Hyperkin. No yeah. way. Straight not emulation. A, so. Not a chance. It's going to be straight emulation, especially you, you're only paying 120 bucks for it. So. Ooh, I oh, hope yeah. it's good emulation. So maybe it, don't it buy be. it right off the bat yeah. and wait, wait for, for reviews. reviews. Absolutely, yeah. 100%. But there's there's a chance it'll still be good. At the very least, it's, it's interesting and it'll probably be... Uh, you know, one of those fun items that you play with once in a while and put on the shelf to look cool. Right. So we all we all well, have they some say, of those. And they do say here, you know, you can dust off your old cartridge and play it on the go instead of emulating the game on a handheld PC. So yeah, we'll so have to it's, see. well, you're still emulating the game. It's just, just from the cartridge rather than from a ROM. Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, speaking of uh, Sega, though, we have Jaren has a story here about the. Uh, Something nice for the well-heeled Sega connoisseur. I have a what now? I put a story in your name. <laughs> oh, you just did. Like you did for how, does that, how does that feel? <laughs> I feel I feel loved. Thank you, thank you, Tony. Uh, there is a Sega Mega Drive slash Genesis watch, and I really like the design of this. Actually, it's cool looking. It's it's very reminiscent of how the Mega Drive slash Genesis looked like in the nineties. Um. And there's only like the small strip to see the time at the very top, but the, and the rest of it's just like the the top of the sit of the console. Yeah, yeah, that's super cool, actually. I'll tell you um, what's not super cool about it: the price. The, oh yeah, oh it's it's mechanical. It's it's not. Yeah, it's, it's an actual mechanical watch. Wow, even cooler with uh you know self winding mechanism and eight hundred uh, bucks. Eight hundred. <laughs> Yeah, but I tell you, if if you're a watch collector and you played games on the, if you had fond memories of Genesis times, this is right up your yeah. alley because it is cool looking. One day, sixteen do you think bit, proudly some, displayed on the face. Yeah, yeah. So like like if those guys that made Sega were like, one day, they're gonna make <laughs> watches of us. <laughs> they're gonna for make 20, 20 times the amount yeah. of our of our gaming system that just tell the time like a sundial. That's all just, it's gonna do. Just turn some knot, some some numbers. I'd say the watch is more timeless than the. Oh, oh, oh. Uh, well, well played, well played. Oh, oh uh, yeah. depressing news that uh, we got to report on as well. Mm. There's been we're only January 9th, and the number of gaming developer related layoffs are already one quarter of what they were last year, and last Ooh. year they were ten thousand. So we had announcements today from Unity. They're laying off 1,800 people. And this is on, wow. top, of, this is on top of the 1,100 people they've laid they off over the last they, two years. They got what they wanted last year. Yeah. 
when they tried to milk the uh, developers mm -hmm. for so bleed them out. And now they're like, out. okay, yep, get get. Well, part of the thing that really sucks about this is I don't know if you remember, but Unity back in the day bought Weta Digital, and they are cutting a lot of the Weta Digital jobs as well. Um, not like the CGI for movies company. It, there's like a separate arm sure? of Weta that, that they bought. Yeah. Oh, okay. I don't know, because it says right here in the article that it links to, Unity is buying Peter Jackson's Weta Digital. Weta Digital. Instead oh, of digital. Weta. Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, there you go. Still sucks, though. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so they, they announced that today. Really unfortunate, and I was hoping we we were done looking at uh, seeing that kind of stuff happening uh, after all the massive layoffs that we had last year in the gaming sector. And then also announced today, Twitch is laying off uh, mm. 500 of its workers, which is 35% of its workforce. So, mm. not good. Ouch. Got to keep those shareholders happy that's what all this is for sure you guys think that uh, elon's twitch competitive part of x is gonna do any good against twitter or against twitch not a chance no way. i don't think so either. no way so yeah that i uh, that was a bummer to to see that but uh uh in better news this game looks ridiculous it's called pal world and I can't remember if we've talked about this in the past or not. I think we briefly mentioned it during one of the game announcement stuff. Yeah, because it's a. Uh, it looks like Pokemon with guns, basically, is what it looks like. Wow, it, it's going to sell for sure then. <laughs> That's what all the Pokemon <laughs> players want, guns. Hmm. Um, it has been announced for early access. It finally has an early access date, and it's... Um, going to be available on PC via Steam and the Microsoft Store on January 19th and on Xbox Series X and S in early access as well. Exclusive. Exclusive on Game Pass. So yeah, all right, all right. you'll be able to try this out if you want on, uh, on Game Pass. It looks bonkers because it, it looks like it's going to go into a lot of, uh, you know, like... <sighs> Just like some kind of dark places where you basically capture these Pokemons, make them work for you, like build things for you, garden for you, and things like that. Mm. <laughs> Automate slavery. Wow. Yeah, basically. Yeah. Subjugation. You know, uh, it, kind of. Uh, and what's the uh, what's that book with the animals? Animal Farm. You know, like that kind of a thing. <laughs> but uh, there's going to be open world survival and crap crafting and everything in there so it's it, it's weird apparently microsoft liked it enough to snap it up for game pass but i think they're desperate and they just get whatever they can get you think so <laughs> yeah. i don't know we need a pokemon game <laughs> anything <laughs> anything we need a pokemon game uh we got pal, pal, pal world do it is that, is that pokemon technically buy it yeah. <laughs> that's it ship it so, it's the yeah. kroger pokemon do it anyway I guess so. Kroger makes money too. And last but not least, uh, if you're a, a, you know what, we only have two more stories. Let's hit them both actually. Because uh, this was really cool. Um, Lando has a story here about Tetris actually being beaten, which I, I didn't even know was that possible. You know, it is I, possible. And then you know why? So originally, so this is, we're talking about Tetris on the NES, which is like the original good version of Tetris. Right? This is the one that all the competitive Tetris players play. Mm -hmm. um, and for the longest time, no one thought you could get past level 29, because that's when the pieces start falling at max speed, they go faster and faster, and like... It's too fast. Human human fingers could not just move that fast, right? Turns out, Tetris Wrong. players invented a new rolling, rolling in quotes, technique, in which they use their hand to push the control organs into their fingertips, fingertips on the backside to do cascading presses with their fingertips, allowing for much quicker gameplay, right? So it allows them to rotate the, the, the pieces quicker because they're falling so fast, you gotta be, you gotta be quick. Um, and so what's happened now is uh, they a, a, a player, a 14-year-old boy, reached the, the Tetris kill screen and essentially, quote-unquote, beat the game, right? They took the game to its... 13, its first 13 of all. Year. Thank you. And... 
Uh, do you know? Do you know what a kill screen is? Yeah, so it's when the program can't handle the game anymore, right? It's yep. it's the same thing that happens in Pac-Man. It's the way you quote unquote beat Pac-Man. You yeah, play exactly. so much Pac-Man, the game fritzes out and bugs out and glitches out or whatever you want to call it. Yep. That it becomes unplayable. Um, so this happens um, in Tetris at around one, level one fifty-five. Can you believe that? Isn't that insane? So they they stop getting faster at level twenty-nine, and that's when it's like for the average person impossible to play. Right. So this kid went another 112 or whatever levels past that. Holy yep. cow. That's ridiculous. Yep, and broke have you been, the game and got the kill have you, been, have you followed the, the T? Have you been following the T on the old TikTok? The, the drama? There's, there's drama? The drama. Oh, there's some drama. Oh, boy. Oh, let's just get jump right in because it's good. Sky News. A Sky News anchor. She gets on after the story broke about this boy... Uh, you know, what, beating the game, lame or something? and she goes, she goes. This is not a uh, lifelong like goal. This shouldn't be something that's being celebrated. Um, <laughs> Whoa! She says, Seriously? as a mother, as a mother, I would say, just say, step away from the screen, go outside and get some fresh air. Beating go touch Tetris, grass. Yeah, beating Tetris is not a life goal. She oh, said with my. a smile on her face and the internet, she is right now probably tore her the apart. most hated person on the internet right oh, now. Oh, I'm sure. <laughs> if you go look it up on TikTok, it is like that I mean nuts. It's so crazy. And I, I believe... would have expected that from like twenty years ago, twenty five yeah. years ago. Yeah. But twenty twenty three, twenty twenty four, come on. So I want to say there's a new update where she has apologized, <laughs> but uh, I'm sorry, 13 year old boy. But if you want to go see some, yeah, if you want to go see some funny, <laughs> some funny internet content, go on TikTok and look up the news anchor lady. Like the TikTok hate for her is just hilarious. Well, but, and the, the other crazy thing about this story is uh, it's. This happened on uh, January 2nd, or at least yep. that's when they posted it. And since then, two other people have done it. Isn't that crazy? Right? So it's just, it, I mean, it, what it reminds me of is when I uh, is, is reading up on, you go read up uh, on the four-minute mile. Yeah. Everyone thought it was impossible. And then one guy does it, and all of a sudden, within a month, like two or three other people have done it. It's just right. crazy how that kind of thing happens you know it's it shows you how much of it is just in your head it's like wait that guy did it so i can do it too you know it's wild anyway tetris has been quote-unquote beaten and it, beaten. i think it's pretty sweet yeah uh speaking of well he well healed gamers star citizen i, I don't, love i, I love just, this game i don't fact, know why the I fact do, that but... this exists is just amazing and horrifying all at once yeah <laughs> So I don't know. I don't know. I love Star Citizen. I think just because of what it is and yeah. what it's done, the like still being in beta, but like alpha. still growing alpha, right? Still being in alpha and growing like it is having like all this street cred of like the ambition. When, yeah. Oh man. And, and it hasn't sunk yet. Nope. Like anyway, not even it had, I mean, it had its biggest fundraising year yeah, last ever. year yeah. ever. Yeah. Well, if you want to just get all their ships, you can do that. You can buy the <laughs> How Legatus much will it cost pack. me, Owen? I mean, I, a, a, a chill 48K. $48,000. $48,000. And you can, I mean, and there Real you go. Real dollars. Yeah. Wow. Um, so before, and before you can get that package, you have to become a member of the game's chairman club, for an additional one thousand dollars, so you got to buy into the the game's chairman's club. Then you can buy, um, then you can buy this forty eight thousand legatas pack. Um, wow, it's it's not a new concept for the for the Roberts Space Industries. So the first pack, but they actually have done this before in twenty eighteen, and you know that was only a cool twenty seven k. Oh, so a mere a pittance a pittance really <laughs> um and then other completionist packs of all in-game content before that you could run players another 15k oh so if you wanted to get all the other stuff not just the ships all the other all the other stuff and i gotta believe if they push this out there's got to be people buying it i guess yeah they uh, 
The guy, I'm, I'm sure there were some whales playing this, you know, just right. like in mobile games. You have mobile gamers that are mad rich and have more money than cents, and they'll spend ten thousand dollars on Candy Crush, you know. Right. And uh, an ours analyst actually went and did the math, and they compared the twenty-seven thousand to the forty-eight thousand for mm -hmm. what you get ship for ship, and that's actually uh, it's actually down twelve percent. Um, <laughs> What? So that's like yeah, like the actual the, the, it's a better deal than it that was. Is, so it's by twelve percent. <laughs> so it's better than inflation. <laughs> yeah, quite quite. So there you go. Um, I don't know. I mean, I get. I just don't get the draw of having every ship, but I don't. I, I guess. It, they you. look cool. They look cool. There's, there's there's a handful of like Saudi princes that are right. big time into this, and they're just like, well, yeah, you get give this me in gold. Give me all the ships. Buy two of them. Buy two packs. Buy buy two of them just in case. My backup. Yeah. One for rocking and one for stocking. You That's know? right. That's right. We don't want to. <laughs> yeah, we we have one that have net. We have a whole pack that's never flown a single hour. <laughs> that is go. wild. Maybe and one the, day the, they'll be digital currency, like they'll trade in game. Well, that's what I was gonna say. You it, know, if if for real deal for real money. Oh yeah, for sure. If. Uh, Roberts Industries ever makes a way to convert it into back into real money and just sell stuff, you know, I mean, that, that's going to be what NFTs wish they could have been. Yeah, it's like wow, continues. right? Yeah, it's wow, like does wow, that. wow, yeah. wow, gold, wow. Before, mm -hmm. before it was accepted, wow tried to stomp it out for years and years. They yeah. felt like that that they would ban your account if they knew you were selling gold in real life yeah. for money. Um, but and eventually they came on board and they're like, okay, whatever. Wait, wait, we can you make can a slice you. of this if we do yeah. it within mm -hmm. our own marketplace. Oh, yeah, okay. let's take a slice and because let's take a <laughs> slice instead of the whole pie. At least we're getting yep. something because they're just going to go around us and make handshake deals. That's and right. Hand over passwords and we'll never be able to combat that. So yeah, forty eight forty eight thousand dollars buys you uh, quite a bit. I'll tell you what. That, to me, that sounds like an investment opportunity. Is what that sounds like. Mm-hmm. And if Better people are doing crypto. it, it's, it's, this is at least a step down from crypto, Jaron. Come on. I don't know. This, how easy This do you is think at this? least in the realm of NFTs. How, Come on. How easy Digital do you think assets. it would be for someone to steal these from me? <laughs> They'd mm. find a way. They'd find a way. Yeah. Because you can actually have your ship stolen this game. Right? No, it goes back to you. Like, Oh, okay. I don't think that. I think they. I Could think you be you pirated? Just, you can't be pirated in yeah, space. I mean, and, it's the same. Your... They get they get to keep it. You know, there's for for I don't know how long, but but uh, it, it's the same thing. If you blow it up, it just goes into a regen. Regen, yeah. It takes a few days or whatever to to become available again. So there you have all it. All right. Well, there you go. Interesting stuff. That is it for today. No, I have a story. Oh, oh breaking no. news from Jaren. It's it was there the entire time. Uh, quickly, Xbox Developer Direct is going to showcase Indiana Jones on breaking January eighteenth. News. Nice. I am super excited for this game. It's made yeah. by Machine Games, who did the recent Wolfenstein series. I'm in one hundred percent on this. Yeah, I, this is like one of my most anticipated games. So super excited to hear that. They'll also be talking about Avowed. Also excited for that. Uh, which will be made by Obsidian. That looks pretty cool. Um, RPG, fantasy action RPG. Um, Ara History Untold. That's going to be more of a strategy game. So I'm not is interested, this, uh, but it could be interesting. This Indiana Jones uh, scratches <clears throat> your your itch for those type of games, like the Nathan the Drake games? The your Nathan Drake oh, itch. Yeah, it is it kind of, because they're kind of in the same. It's similar to thing. Jock Ick. Itch and yeah, yeah this will scratch okay. it. it. Nathan scratch Drake it. is modern day Indiana Jones. Yeah, right. Exactly. That's straight up. So. And then they'll uh, talk more about Senua's Saga: Hellblade Two, which okay. visually is just looking just striking, yeah, amazing. amazing. So a week from uh, or uh, Thursday, January eighteenth. Nice. That'll come out. Breaking news from Jaren. Wasn't there the whole time. It totally was. All right. Thanks for uh, listening, dear dear listener. We appreciate you. Uh, before we head out, though, big shout out to our awesome Patreon backers, patreon.com slash gadgetspot. And uh, if you donated $6 a month or more, like these folks did that Jaren's about to read off, then thank you. 
Thank you to David I'll, Roshinsky. I'll, also, Connor. if you didn't, also if you didn't donate six dollars a month or more, thank you also That's, for, yeah. for listening. Yeah. Yes. Basically, what Tony was trying to say: if you read those, you get your name read. But these guys get a if special you, thank if you. If you guys get a shout out, if you don't, if you yeah, go what, over six bucks, what he said. Yeah. Uh, David Broshinsky, Connor Keysong, Wolf of All Tony, thank you guys. Si se puede, thanks Lambo, Andy Bird, beat the eight year old, <laughs> Travis Johnson by Geek Show Arcade helped us stickers at Pie Man Graphics on Etsy. All proceeds go to Lee George Cade's medical bills. Jeremy, no name, no color, Keslo, Eric Steinman, Eric Cruz. Owen has tech cred minus Dash. five. Dash. Matt, <laughs> minus five. Matt Dash Nelson, five. Mr. Hand and Mr. <laughs> Spicoli in twenty twenty four. Aloha, it's our time. Josh D, Adam, Aaron Faulkner, Stuart Lloyd, Joe. There's no place like G28, X0, Y0, Z, 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 Z0. Someone's been on there for months. Ryan M <laughs> and Adam Hecht. <laughs> thank you. Thanks, guys. All right. Thank you so much, Patreon backers. We will see you all next week. Owen, take us out. Hey, we hope you care.